Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is former NFL defensive end Aaron Campman. He played his college football at the University of Iowa and was drafted in the fifth round of the 2002 NFL draft by the Packers. He spent eight years in Green Bay and two years in Jacksonville. He was a two-time Pro Bowler and two-time second-team All-Pro. He is now the founder and CEO of Align, where he empowers executives and organizations to become their best by intersecting time and purpose. He is also a husband, a father of four, and they live in Iowa. Aaron, thanks so much for being with us. How are you? I'm really well. Yeah, thanks. All right, man. Well, we're, we're glad to have you on. And, and I guess, first off, what are summers like in Iowa and, and in the Campman household? <laughs> well, right now, they're really wet. Uh, I don't know how much you've seen in the Midwest here, but uh, we're smack dab in the middle of farming country. And uh, it's been a really difficult spring for our farmers. Uh, but typically, it's uh, pretty warm and, and, uh, and seasonal. Um, but right now in our family, a lot of things going on. We've got we have four kids, as you mentioned. Uh, so we're 15, 13, 11, and 7, three, three boys and a little girl. And uh, all of the three boys are, are training for football. Uh, there's never really an out-of-season anymore, right? Yeah. And uh, so they're all doing different things. Uh, my little girl uh, is in violin and and uh, dance and singing uh so they're all four busy with their activities and and uh, it's been a really uh, you know kicked off the summer in a good way oh that's awesome so so your three boys play football and so what's that like for for you as a dad watching them play and and i assume that you want them to play and and, and pursue this yeah absolutely uh i think one thing we decided as a family was that they wouldn't uh they wouldn't if they wanted to play football they could definitely do that and uh um, but they wouldn't start tackle until seventh grade. And cool. so so we actually started a league here in our community for fifth and sixth graders uh, called Red Zone, uh, which has been really great. And given you know some of the families a different option. Uh, so I've, I've run that league and then uh, coached at the high school level actually for the last seven years. Part of my story, uh, I had a legendary high school football coach by the name of Ed Thomas, and I've seen the impact that a coach can have on, on young people's lives, including obviously my own. And uh, we've got a man like that here in our community uh, of Seoul. And so it's been a real pleasure to, to work and, and uh, coach with him and the rest of the staff. We do our best to impact uh, the young men of our community. Man, that's so cool. Well, is it easier or harder to coach your own boys? <laughs> you know, we've got a pretty good relationship. Uh, so they understand that dad is always dad and dad is dad <laughs> first. But when we're on the field, obviously, I've, I've learned to compartmentalize and look at the, uh, at least from a physical uh, standpoint, to make sure they're, they're uh, accountable, just like every other, every other uh, player. So we've got, a, we've got a pretty good understanding with one another. 
bottom line, they know that that uh, Dad loves them and is proud of them regardless of what they do. Wow, that's awesome. Aaron Campman, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former NFL defensive end. And, and so you've been retired now for, for a few years. And, and so when you mm-hmm. look back at your career, what are you most thankful for? Ah, that's a great question. I think just the rich experiences that I was able to actually have with a lot of different people. I, I look at the world uh, through a relational lens. Mm. And so if I look back and I think through all the different people that I had the, the fortune to meet, whether it was football or whether it was just people in the community or different church bodies that we were part of, it has been such a tremendous blessing for my wife and I to have all of those different relationships and the experiences and, and learning about people and then also just, you know, different leadership styles and you know, a lot of significant coaches, players, uh, spent a lot of time in the locker room. And so if, if I just kind of holistically macro from 30,000 feet, uh, that's a really great question. I'm thankful for that, thankful for the opportunity to just be exposed to all of those uh, realities and relationships. Well, and, and you, you mentioned the word re- relationships and and all of us long for those relationships. But when you think about it from the the football perspective and how you develop those relationships, what what maybe principles translate or or do you even think mm-hmm. that maybe the general public misses out because they didn't have that type of locker room, you know, atmosphere, but how can we, I don't know, create that or, yeah. or translate that somehow? Yeah, I mean to me it's 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 fairly binary. I mean, I think any leader um has to understand that the the people that they have the opportunity to influence are constantly searching and evaluating whether they are there for themselves or whether they're there to serve the uh, the people that they're influencing and the cause that they're supposed to be about. Mm. I think if it's the latter, then trust is built and leadership grows and opportunities to uh, greater create greater influence actually happen. But I know in the NFL, one thing that I learned is that uh, pro athletes are pretty good. They have pretty good radars about understanding uh, who's actually out for themselves mm. and uh, who wants to go somewhere together uh, as a team. And so I think um, partly because of how I'm wired and gifted um, and partly because of my experiences, I think I've I've learned um, that we, now translating that to the corporate world, it's, it's fascinating because it's no, no different when uh, working with an executive team. Uh, the same things are true, uh, coaching, what have you, you know, uh, in the end, we want to know that, that, uh, people are for us mm. and, uh, have our best interest at heart. And, and when they do trust is trust is definitely accelerated and established. Aaron Campman, our guest right now on unpacking it, former NFL defensive end with the green Bay Packers. And, and now he's the, the CEO of his own company. It's called Align, and, and you just mentioned it a little bit, but, but you help people understand how to intersect time and purpose through understanding our value, story, and relationships. So, so how, how do you do that, and, and how did you discover the importance of, of intersecting time and purpose? Well, I mean, really, when we, when we think about it, um, you know, again, going back to my NFL days, uh, I'll tell a story that I think helps me understand it anyway. I was at the Pro Bowl for my first first experience in Hawaii, and there was another guy there as well who was there for his first experience, and we were sitting poolside, and we were talking about, you know, 
um, getting there and all the work and things that went into getting there. And I was there sharing it with my wife and kids and uh, my, my parents, my in-laws, uh, a really good friend of mine who's a physical therapist and a couple other folks. And unfortunately, he, he didn't have those same relationships. And uh, we were just talking back and forth. And then he said something that, that's always stuck in my mind. He said, um, I thought it'd be more. Mm. <laughs> I, I guess the reality is, is, is we're always, when we're performance based, we're always looking for that next thing, that next rung to climb. Mm. And so I wanted a way to try to uh, quantify and codify, uh, if you will, in kind of a fast and deep way. What does it mean to, to intersect our time and our purpose? Time's our greatest commodity, our resource, I believe. Mm. But it doesn't bring meaning and significance in life uh, by itself, philosophically anyway. And so thinking through uh, how do we actually live at the intersection of, of time and purpose. The, the Greeks had a, uh, two different ways to talk about time. They talked about chronos. Uh, this idea that time is linear and moves forward, and then there's kairos, where it's like when you're doing your hobby that you don't look at time, mm. right? And um, and so anyway, um, just diving into the reality of what does it look like to more sustainably live at that intersection, and we believe that there's three really important components, and you mentioned them. Everyone believes that, that values are how we make decisions, but you know, it's interesting when you actually sit down and talk to someone and say, so what are your values? Can you name them? Yeah. Not in a contentious way, but usually we get a little tongue-tied, including myself. Mm. And so we've got an assessment to help identify core values of people and then probably more importantly, how they actually manifest their lives based on a continuum uh, of how we operate emotionally. And then we also understand um, that our values don't come to us um, just by chance are generated randomly, we have generational patterns. And so we go back to people and help them understand grandpas and grandmas, as well as their own context that they fit into and their own emotional highs and lows that really shaped their values uh, to why they do what they do. And then lastly, uh, we look at uh, the relational world. We do an assessment to help people, not just their family, friends, coworkers, employees, you know, pets, hobbies, activities, just all of that together because those are the things that push us along this continuum for how our values kind of vacillate both from a consistent version of ourselves and our inconsistencies. What we found is you, you ask a, a CEO whether or not um, he or she has different values at work and at home. And sometimes it stumps people because mm. they think, hmm, well, but when you really ponder it, you don't have different values. They just manifest themselves differently based on the level of trust and relational intimacy, I guess, that you have with those around you. And so, anyway, we just kind of we try to help bridge that gap between who we really are and and who we present ourselves to be, uh, to live with with a fuller integration um, of what that looks like. And so, um, if you're familiar with TED Talks, uh, yeah. Simon Sinek had a had a start with why. I mean, that's kind of a big rage right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I philosophically definitely agree with him on starting on the inside and this and that, but I think there's actually one more circle on the inside and I think it's a who circle. Mm. I think we, we start with understanding who we are, mm. um, and then we're able to, um, more fully grasp why we are and then the hows and the what's, uh, become more, uh, byproducts. And so, it's been a real privilege um, to, to jump into uh, this sphere, translate a lot of the 
the leadership uh, lessons and, and um, you know, different experiences that I've had. You know, Gladwell talks about 10,000 hours. And, um, I got those in at, uh, at an early age just because of the sports experiences. And so now being able to translate that into settings that can help other people has been a real, it's been a really, really a privilege. Gosh, that's so cool to hear. And, and man, the, the website is thealignprocess.com, thealignprocess.com. Yep. And you can find out more about what Aaron Campman is doing and, and what his company is all about. And, and you mentioned the, the 10,000 hours and the experience that, that mm-hmm. you've had and specifically playing football for, for as long as you did. So, so yep. what was that, that I, I don't know, as you, as you look back, the, the process to really put together this, this whole philosophy and, and strategy mm-hmm. and, and who are even some of the, the coaches and teammates that, that you learned mm-hmm. the most from, you know, in regards to leadership and, and some of the things that, that you really speak on and, and, and help others with. Well, how much time do you got? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the, 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 a, the summary. I that's guess. a big question. That that's is a big question. That is. Um, well, I tell you what, um, if I if I just think first and foremost about um, just some of the things that I that I learned and some of the coaches, this starts with me all the way back at the at the high school level with Coach Ed Thomas, and uh, that everyone probably remembers is actually it's interesting. Like we had our tenth uh, annual golf tournament to honor uh, his legacy. Um, if, if those uh, don't know the story, um, my high school coach was actually had his life taken from him by a former player mm. uh, back in two thousand and nine but he was just a tremendous, tremendous man. The influence that, that he put the consistency with which he lived, he was a follower of Jesus, but, uh, he didn't, he didn't, uh, beat us over the head with, with Bible passages. And I'm not making a statement one way or the other about that, but what I saw in him was virtue. Mm. And, uh, I saw in him a man that, um, didn't talk, uh, bad about other people, Mm. saw the best, and people was resilient. The year before he he died, we had an EF5 tornado hit our hometown. We had a hundred days left uh, when it hit, hit the Memorial Day, and uh, had a hundred days till we were going to start our football season. And uh, he said, "We're going to play football here at Parkersburg." And because there's four of us guys from the NFL, ESPN was all part of it, so it's all chronicled. Yeah. Um, they've done a really nice job, kind of putting it together, but. Just so, so it starts with him. That's somewhat first and foremost starts with my my grandparents and my parents. But you asked specifically for coaches. Um, so Coach Thomas. Um, anyway, I, I had great college coaches. Yeah. Very very fortunate to have some very special men uh, that influenced me uh, both on the football field as well as a guy who was a former uh, NFL player when I was at Iowa City. We spent some time uh, going through a book written by Andrew Murray called Humility. Um, as a young person that really uh, influenced me. Uh, he was an 1880s missionary over in Africa. Yeah, I could just keep going through. Uh, <laughs> all, <laughs> all, awesome. all that to say is that I've been very, very fortunate to uh, learn from a lot of uh, wise people uh, in my life, and I've tried to uh, incorporate that. And that's really what what so so uh, the time that I use to um, to start this company and alliance, it's the intersection of my time and purpose is helping people become that better version of themselves. Like I said, it's a real privilege. I get a lot of satisfaction and fulfillment, um, and I get to be a better husband and father because of the work that I do. Because I always learn when I work with other people um, from their stories and hearing what they're going through. It's it's interesting. We're we're not super complicated as humans, but we've got a lot of nuance. 
it helps you develop an empathy with one another to know that all of us have limps. That's right. <laughs> and all of us have wounds. And uh, they come from somewhere. And so anyway, yeah, I'm rambling a little bit. But there no, you go. Here, no, that, that, that's <laughs> awesome. And we're talking with Aaron Campman right now on Unpacking It, former NFL defensive end. You know him from the Green Bay Packers. Also spent some time with the Jacksonville Jaguars and now is the CEO of Align. And, and he's just empowering executives and organizations to become their best and, and really taking a, a look at, at understanding values, stories, and, and relationships in our life. What is our story? What are the relationships we have? And, and so just love that, that approach and perspective and love what you're doing and, and just encouraging to hear. And I appreciate your perspective, too, that, hey, you can start naming all these people that have had an impact on you, and you can't really stop. You just keep, you know, keep coming up with names. <laughs> and so you're not, yeah. you're not offering advice and strategies based on just you know, coming up with ideas on your own. These are, these are yeah. years of experience and people pouring into you that now you're able to yeah. pour into others. And, and so that's, uh, that's just a really cool, cool thing to hear. So I appreciate that. I organized the entire company around an equilateral triangle for obvious reasons. And uh, so the value story and relationship around the three parts of the triangle, and it's because it's the strongest geometric shape there is. But the other reason I organized it around an equilateral triangle is because the equilateral triangle is a fractal. Uh, it's a shape that can multiply uh, for infinity when it's properly aligned. And I believe that's what's happened in my life and hopefully continues to happen and, uh, as, as other leaders are inspired to to really introspectively look at their values during relationship, it, it begins to it begins to multiply, and it's fascinating and it's really enjoyable. Gosh, absolutely! That's uh, that's a really neat approach uh, to to be your post NFL career, uh, which is just so encouraging to hear. Well, well, let's go to kind of the. The, the, the heartbeat and, and foundation of who you are, and that, that of course, is your, your faith in Jesus, and, and you've alluded to it a, a couple times, but uh, in, in what ways did your faith grow during your playing career? I think, like anyone, it's interesting. The NFL career is such a uh, – it's so compressed in terms of, like, a, a normal uh, professional's career, and so – you go on this journey where you initially get in, you have goals and you want to achieve them and, and attain them and this and that. And uh, that was similar to my uh, story. As you mentioned, I was a fifth round draft choice and uh, definitely wanted to become, hit all of my goals and this and that. But as I started to uh, attain them, remembering that in the, in the grand scheme of things, what really mattered uh, was, again, the influence that we were able to have. And I say we, my, my wife and I, uh, on the people around us because of our relationship with Christ. Mm. I, I think the reality, again, for me, uh, really stems in when once you build trust with someone, you're like, why, what, why are you different? What's going on there? Why, why are you okay to go out and give your very best and not be completely deflated when things don't go your way? Not that we're disappointed or whatever. Um, they're just opportunities. And so I think my faith really grew as my career went on to understand that I no longer was was just performing for a paycheck or or all the things, all the trappings that that can can kind of grab our heart. I was truly trying to do my very best um, because that's what I'm called to do. And there was a lot of freedom in that, and I think it's what allowed me to play at a a really high level because uh, I wanted to play the same whether we were ahead or behind or whether I was having a good game or a bad game from an application standpoint that became a real rallying point to me to where 
the end of my career, of course, I cared whether we won or not, but it was more about uh, the preparation and getting myself ready to play and being able to give my very dead level best and, and um, my teammates my best and coaches my best and set that example of what it looks like to do that. I think that was part of the maturation of my career where uh, I got to a point where that's really what was important to me. Amen. So cool. Aaron Campman, our guest right now on Unpacking It, 10 years as an NFL defensive end, now CEO of Align. And so, all right, now since your playing career is over, what what has God really done in your life? What are some things that that, that he's taught you and, and things in ways that you've maybe grown, you know, personally, spiritually, yeah. uh, you know, kind of since, since the NFL career has been over. Well, the other, the other piece I didn't mention is that, so uh, we live in a community where uh, there's a couple of larger kind of regional church families. And so we were going to one of those church families, great church, great friends, you know, all the guys there. And, uh, but what, what we, my wife and I, and a group of six other families determined was in our community, uh, we thought maybe it'd be great to start a non-denominational uh, church here locally. And so about two and a half years ago, we got connected with a group called Saturate, Saturate the World, Jeff Vanderstelt and some of those guys. Cool. Yeah. And so we actually uh, planted a church here in our local community um, of Solon and uh, called Jordan Creek, uh, Jordan Creek Church. Uh, that's our, um, our name. And, it's just been fascinating to watch uh, God fill uh, voids and uh, bring people uh, in uh, without us. He's just been so faithful uh, to provide for our church family. So I've grown a ton in that if you would have asked me if I would have been regularly teaching and you know hold a, an executive pastor type role uh, with a church plant, Seven years ago, I said, you're probably crazy, <laughs> but, but really neat to just, again, see, uh, see God's faithfulness in just stepping out and, and seeing a need and trying to meet a need. And, and uh, the whole thrust of our church family has been predicated on the fact that we are the church, that we don't go to church. And so we have been trying to uh, build uh, what we call missional communities, which are basically little churches uh, of the big church family. So not just a small group, but a specific missional focus that that you're called to with another group of with other groups of uh, people in the, the church family. And so anyway, we've we've uh, we've really really appreciated that's helped us grow a ton and and feel like it's been definitely a redeeming part of what's happening. God's doing in our community here. Aaron Campman, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former NFL defensive end. And so I, I, I read that, that you also went through Dallas Theological Seminary. So when you were going mm-hmm. through that, you weren't necessarily anticipating what you're doing now. Is that, <laughs> is that right? Tell me the story God, there. Hey, God always knows what he's doing. <laughs> and, you know, I just, I didn't. I had a good friend of mine who's actually uh, my business partner as well um, in a line, Joe Erkovich. He and a couple other people just said, Aaron, you've got a real hunger to know God more. It would probably make sense for you. You're going to be ministering to people no matter what you do. So maybe get this formal education out of the way. And the NFL paid for it. It was a great, great deal. So I spent five of my off seasons in my NFL career uh, online at Dallas, yeah, DTS, Dallas Theological Seminary. And so I just got a lot of Bible and theology and pastoral ministry classes. I didn't get an MDiv. I did a certificate of graduate studies. 
but it was what I needed and uh, gave me, uh, I think, a, a greater perspective on the, the, the breadth of Christendom and uh, where people are coming from and some of the arguments that are out there and and uh, and then also how do we bring it back to the, the mission that God's calling us to? How do we fit into God's story? Yeah, that was, I think, again, you, sometimes you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, uh, <laughs> but you trust that God does. So that definitely was part of our story. I was reading a little bit about you, too, and uh, you were you made some comments on, on different just kind of spiritual thoughts and ideas. And, and one of the words that I loved your response to, it was just kind of you describing the word joy. And so mm-hmm. I, I, and you can hear it as we're talking to you today on this on this interview. But, but that, that word joy, what does that mean to you? And, and, and how do you mm-hmm. implement that into your life and, and make that, you know, come come across when, when people meet you and, mm-hmm. and know you? Well, I, that's that's a that's a great question. I think the reality of joy is deeper than happiness. It's deeper than just a, a response to something that you do or get or see. It's it's deep seated, and I think it, at some level it only comes from you know the understanding uh, of having an eternal perspective that the the, the battle's already been won, mm. and and because of that, we're not supposed to live with fear. Uh, we're commanded to and. God doesn't mean I have that all figured out by any means, but it does give us assurance to know um, that God is in control, that He is sovereign, that there is a plan, there is a reason that things happen, even when it's really hard. And so uh, I think just through different adversities that I've had in my life, um, leaning, um, trusting, embracing that fact, that reality, God is the author of all truth. And so um, trusting uh, in that, I mean, that's the essence of my faith in Him. Amen. And that's the Spirit in me that is um, allowing me to remember and call to mind the truth uh, about uh, who He has made me to be in Him. And I think that, I guess, I have no idea what I said in that quote, but that's to me today is what I can tell you about joy. Amen. Yeah, no, that was years ago. So I wanted your perspective on it today, which is uh, which is awesome. Yeah. Very, very encouraging to yep. hear. And we're talking with Aaron Campman here on Unpacking It. And and kind of my final question for you, you, you mentioned earlier, uh, you're a, a father of four kids and, and you're married to your high school sweetheart. And I've been asking my guests recently because my my wife is due August 14th and so I'm going to be a, oh. a a new dad for the first time and I'm fired up about it. So so what's your <laughs> advice to a, a new dad and I'm I'm going to have a daughter. So what what would you say? Uh, uh well I, I tell you what, I'll cheat because I asked my dad the same thing and I'm going to give you the answer that he gave me. I said, "Dad, it was my first son. What can, you know, what can you tell me about being a dad?" And he just looked at me and he said, "Love your wife." Mm. And uh, I didn't, I didn't quite get it at the time, you know. And now that I have kids, I understand. And now that I listen to um, two and a half years, listening to people's stories and creating a sense of security and love is absolutely vital to uh, our children as they come up, knowing that um, they're safe. Mom and Dad love each other. Nothing's going to change that. And I saw that, but by God's grace, I've seen that in in my my parents marriage and and i know lindy and i have tried to model that as well it doesn't mean that's perfect by any means but it does mean that we're committed to one another uh till death do us part and loving her that way i think particularly whether it's a girl or a boy gives them some some great modeling for what they need to look for when they get older there you go 
<laughs> Amen. That's excellent. I, I love that. Really appreciate you you joining us today. We, we've sure. only scratched the surface, and, and just appreciate your your heart and passions and, and all that you're you're doing with your your company Align. And I'll, I'll mention the website again: thealignprocess.com. He's Aaron Campman. Aaron, really appreciate you being a part of the show today. I appreciate it, Bryce. Thanks very much. Absolutely. Aaron Campman, former NFL defensive end, joining us here on Unpacking It. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.